This is Queen speaking. What's the difference between a boss and a queen? When you're a queen, you're owning every aspect of your life. From work, to money, to relationships, there are no boundaries. You can't pause who you are. The challenge is how to own it. What makes you, you? We're in this together. Let's break out of our comfort zone and learn the tools to rise to our own potential. Hit your goals, then set the bar higher. Ready to join us? Hey, Sid. Hey, Brian. How is it going? It's going good. Happy holidays. Happiest of holidays. Po- post holidays. Yeah, I think this is post holiday. It is. So I, you know, I'm going to anticipate that we did great on our holiday time. Great holiday break. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're on vacation right now. I sure am. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Are you having a great time? I'm having a great time. I have already t- thought about what book I want to read on the beach in between playing catch. <laughs> so I found a book that I think I'm really going to enjoy. So I just need to buy it and then have it be on the beach. What book is it? It's called Hol- Halsey Street or something. Mm-hmm. It was recommended by The Skim. And All I'm right. excited because I trust them. And it's about, like, family drama and, like, all of these, um, like, bringing up of old feelings and reconnecting. And so it lives in my wheelhouse of, like, emotional, but it had really good reviews as well. A good beach read. Yeah. So I'm excited. Um, but that is not my update. <laughs> Hit me with it. My update is that I subscribe to The Morning Brew, as you talked about, I think a couple weeks ago, maybe now. I'm so excited. It's really good. And so I agree with you that it has like skim tendencies because of the style that it's written in and like quick hits and the tone is very similar. But I like how they are, they have different like content for the most part about like specific, this one has specific industry knowledge and market information that's been really helpful as I've learned more about what I need to know in that space. And so I have really enjoyed it. So that was, and they have fun quizzes. I love the quizzes. I love the quizzes. I loved the one like a, like last week, maybe that was a very long sentence that you had to put the correct punctuation oh, in. Yeah. And there were multiple words that were the same in a row. And I got it almost right. And I was very proud of myself. <laughs> so those are fun quizzes. I like that a lot. So that's a nice difference between them as well. Well, we'll continue to link to it in our show notes. Yeah, because it was just super, super Subscribe. Cool. Yes. Um, what about you? What's your update this week? So I feel like this is the year of experience gifts. Mm-hmm. And... I'm very happy that this is uh, that this is something that we recently partook in for our lady gang. Mm-hmm. Um, we got lunch and massages. Oh, that was the best! And made Christmas cookies, even better. Um, but I think just having intentional quality time with close friends, especially during the busy season, and actively taking a little bit of a self care day, because for us it was a PTO. Mm-hmm. Day, it was a day off. Day off. And that was a struggle because I was like, I'm just going to take this day. And yeah. I like didn't have a reason to take it other than that I was going to implode if I didn't take it. Yeah. But it was weird to not have like a thing to say, like, I'm taking it off for this reason. I was just like, I'm just going to take it off. <laughs> and yeah. then I did that like side eye, like, and you're like, ah. this is weird. <laughs> I don't know how to do this. But it was, yes, it was definitely necessary. Yeah. So I'm feeling very refreshed and I highly recommend an experience gift and Dan and I are doing that with each other as well we're gonna kind of go in on a a nice little date night date weekend I'm excited about that you did share what you guys are doing and you know it's like all of my favorite things and one of my favorite places so 
I'm excited to hear about when that actually happens, and I'll be sure to invite myself. The experience gift is the gift of your 30s. Is that a tagline? I made it Did one. you just stamp that? Stamp it. <laughs> I think Send that's it. incredibly true, although I do have about six to eight months before my 30th, so if you still want to get me stuff, I'll take it. Right. <laughs> it's the last time. The last, the last <laughs> time you get stuff, um, but only stuff we need. Um, what is inspiring you this week, Bron? So, as usual, um, feelings come up from time to time. They get, do. Get a little stressed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just one of the things that been, has been top of mind lately, especially, I always anticipate, like, the holiday hoopla. So, I've been trying to read up slash, like, get inspired by things that help me see clearly oh. during times of stress. Um, and so just paying attention to articles or messages that keep me centered or grounded. And I saw one um, the other week on at the Melody H Hmm. Instagram feed. Um, She does like prints and stuff. I like that. And she shared one that said, feelings, feeling feelings is human. And the other page was vulnerability is scary, but only because it's powerful. fear fears anything that shuts it down and I was like that is a powerful statement that I need to hear right now Mm -hmm. because I'm strong and I'm powerful and just to remind yourself like being vulnerable and feeling what you're going through is necessary and important and even though it feels intense for you it's actually invigorating Mm -hmm. and empowering and grasp onto those moments this so full disclosure i did read this while i was prepping this episode and i wish i hadn't so you could get the full picture of how blown i went away i was by that statement but the fear fears anything that shuts it down Mm -hmm. hit me so hard it hit me so hard and i think that this is all three of those statements are so strong and empowering and i feel like when you say them to yourself it is that like that moment when you say, I love myself, like how empowering that is, these all have that same wow factor. Mm-hmm. And so I'm so glad that you shared them because I think that we both struggle with this a little bit. And so I am just so pleased with these. And they're prints, so we should buy them? Yeah, feel free. Okay. I feel like we should, because I was like, let me just write it on my mirror, but I feel like a print is like a cuter. Yeah, it's nice. It's like in her handwriting too. Mm. You know, I love a good calligraphy moment. A show. That's awesome. What's inspiring you, Sid? So this morning, um, so I think I've talked about The Cut on Tuesdays, which is the podcast from The Cut via the New York Magazine. So they've got like a few different publications within that publications, and The Cut is one of them. Mm-hmm. They started this podcast, and it's interesting because they go between like super heavy topics and like really not heavy topics. Like last week, it was the women of the caravan, and they had two interviews with women who were part of the caravan coming through South America or Central America. And I was like, holy Toledo, that's a lot. And then this week is actually, that one was very inspiring, um, but I, I needed some like, you know, a pickup a little bit and so this week's actually was very um very funny and they did this dinner party episode and so they have um a writer who does a column called over easy and she's basically a 20 something that doesn't know how to cook at all so i was like "Ooh, (laughs) i feel you maddie 
Um, and so it's a it's a fun column. She's like attacked some pretty serious recipes, but also attacked like some very like mundane things. So they challenged her to host a dinner party for the cut staff and have three courses um, that were picked by, if you know these people, then like I'm just so impressed with them. But Carla Lolly Music from Bon Appetit, who's the food director over there, um, Angela Dimuga from the Standard Hotel. She used to be at somewhere else, but she like is all food and culture for the Standard Hotel system. And then Samin Nosrat from Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat, which is like, I know one of your faves. And so they um, all gave her an assigned task of like what to conquer for this thing. So she started solo and then they all came in to help her. And it was just fun to listen to her freak out when like something went wrong and then have them come in and be like, oh my God, we really need to help you. And I think, like, what I really enjoyed about it, the inspiring part of it, was, like, to hear these cooking powerhouses, all women, talk about how, like, sometimes you just need to walk away. Like, sometimes you just aren't going to win. It's not going to happen. And it's better to walk away and come up with something that's going to work than to force something that's not going to and, like, hope for the best on it. And it was just this moment of like, wow, we could apply that to so many different places in our lives. And so true. Right. Like, and choose not to. We were like, let's just push through until it's done. And like, instead of just saying, you know what? This one isn't going to go. So like, let's take a step back, see it for what it is, push it to the side and do something different. And one of the things that she really messed up was cream puffs from Carla Music. And they were like, we're just going to do whipped cream with berries because... this is far gone it's not coming back (laughs) and I just thought it was like this good reminder of like we don't need to be perfect especially when we're trying something new and like sometimes when we try something new it doesn't work out and it goes back to like my hobby complex how not all my hobbies or any of them (laughs) are gonna work out um, so I liked it. I thought it was lighthearted. It was funny. I really liked the people that they had as guests. And it was like you were trying to put the, the puzzle pieces together because you weren't seeing her mess up. You were just hearing her mess up. And so that part was kind of funny, too. That's hilarious. So, But dinner party hosting is hard, and usually attempting something new and different is uh, against the rules. That's what they of- said. That's exactly what Samin said. She was like, we should have told her... Rule number one, which is don't do anything new. Right. And everything she did was full panic mode. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Be like, here's a casserole. Here's a meatball dish I've been making since I was three. Exactly. And she and she also said, like, when you're doing a dinner party, like you should plan the whole thing out like on paper. Like there should be timings, there should be when things need to go in and when things need to go in. Exactly. But I like it's the thing that people like me and Maddie Don't think about because we don't do this that often, but you have like all of the best intentions. So I feel like it was a learn experience for all of us. Great. (laughs) Who were listening. (laughs) So that's mine this week. Perf. Yeah. All right. Give it to me straight. What are uh, we talking about today? So this is our last episode of 2018. What? Isn't that crazy to think about? I can't believe we've gotten here. We've done it. (laughs) We've done it. We've done almost a full year of episodes. And so in, in, you know, our fashion, what we like to do is do some reflecting 
and then set some new goals for the following year. So today... Favorite time of year. Yes, it really is. And I think, like, you can do this at any point, I think. Obviously, it doesn't need to be end of year. But... Because it's it's that time of year where you really take a look at what the last year brought you or didn't bring you. And so today what we want to talk about is how to reflect and why it's important and then how to set like good intentional goals for the following year. Or if you're setting goals in general, like how to go about doing that, but also using your reflections in that process. Perfect. That's what we're getting into. Ready. Awesome. Are we ready to speak at Queens? We are. Awesome. So why is it important for us to reflect, Sid? You know, that's a great question, Brian. <laughs> I think reflection is one of the scariest things, but also the best thing to do if you have any want in your life to grow in any way. Because if we don't know what we've done or how we've done it or anything that like went into that process, then I don't know how we expect to make necessary changes to fuel that growth and to fuel your goal setting for the following year. It's just, that's the first step of what feels like sometimes a very long process, but the most important step of the whole thing. I'm in a hundred percent agreement with this. I think it's very easy for us to run off to the next thing or have someone say like all right where are you headed what's after this and to not give yourself a chance to really fully soak in the experiences that you had and looking back on what worked and what didn't whether this is from a personal standpoint or a professional standpoint of like projects you're working on and things like that but like what are what did you accomplish what successes did you have Take a moment if you didn't celebrate them at the time to celebrate them now in this moment. And I think this gives you an opportunity for growth and sets you up for like a more fulfilling year ahead. Absolutely. In so many ways. Absolutely. And I think sometimes you can even recognize that it's not always fun to look back at the last year. Like you know that maybe you didn't get everything that you were hoping to get or it was challenging for whatever reason. Um, But I think even looking at like the darker times and our failures, there's still growth within those experiences, looking at how you handled them and how you might want to handle them differently or or the same because you you need to reflect on the fact that you did a good job handling something that didn't mm-hmm. go your way it really allows us to be self-aware enough to know like that there's something to gain from all of those situations and that's a really important thing to remember it's not always like the golden moments that we reflect on but the things that that we really should be in addition to that aren't always so fun yeah and i think having those moments to say okay, this didn't go as planned, but what insight does this give me now? Because like, what? how did I react to that? And maybe there's an opportunity for me to, you know, be less avoidant in the future or, you know, how to, how to better handle conflict without playing the ba- blame game. Yes. Because those are common themes that can kind of come up if you're just trudging ahead, blinders on not paying attention to what's around you right and so to take this moment of reflection to say all right i i remember that this didn't go as planned how can i pivot for the future because i think that's like you figure out the new direction that you can go in Mm -hmm. and just give yourself a little bit more awareness and you know we love a little about self-awareness you know we really do and i think that's a great thing (laughs) 
that we love that because it's so important. And you know, when you're talking about like when you've got the blinders on and you're full speed ahead, all I just pictured was like if you're driving in a car and it's raining and you're going like super fast and not paying attention to anything around you, you could nail a puddle and like hit some poor old lady on the side of the road or something. And like, that's terrible. And you never want to be that person because that person's awful. So like being aware of your surroundings and being aware of like what's happening around you very important um the other thing that i actually i read today that i loved and was going to be my inspiration but then i was like this fits in perfectly with what we're talking about today it's an article from harvard business review which has become one of my total faves they're great it was like a huge helping website for me for one of my final papers for class just because they do such a good job of pulling from like research in addition to expertise Um, But they were talking about why leaders don't take the time to reflect, but like how it's so beneficial to long-term success. And so one of the things that they said in this article was that if you include 15 minutes, 15 minutes, just 15 minutes of end of day reflection on a daily basis, it resulted in 23% more productive, more productivity after a 10 day period. I love that so much. Can you imagine only after 10, think about for a month. Think about that. That's crazy. <laughs> Those 15 minutes will add up. Well, and I was thinking about too, like, we'll get into this later, but like the time frame with which you think about your reflection too, I think even if we wait until the end of the week to reflect on the previous week, we've lost some things in that moment. Unless you take like, I imagine you do, very, very detailed notes Mm -hmm. and like really have a a strong grasp on what you worked on that week. But if you're like me and it's more just like your task by task, taking it one day at a time to reflect on that day is going to be just like more beneficial to people like that, I think. Um, But this article is great. It also gives you some great tools on like why it's important, how to do it, why leaders don't necessarily do it and what they're looking for. So That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like in my case, context is one of my top five strengths. <laughs> Got to get into it. So I tend to find uh, a lot of comfort in, like, I've completed this project, especially from a work standpoint. I worked for three months on this. I worked for six months on this. Let me assess. Like, I set goals. Mm-hmm. Why would I just leave this hanging at the end of the day? Absolutely. Let's look at what worked, what didn't work. Because the the positive things and the successes are just as valuable as learning from the things that didn't go well. Because from that, we'll give you, like, birth new ideas mm-hmm. and solutions to problems that you may not have thought of. And just giving yourself, I think I set aside, like, maybe an hour after my most recent campaign project that I worked on and I was like wow I feel like I have so much such a great perspective now thinking about do I want to do this again next year Mm -hmm. and sometimes those are things that are or like how do I shift this to be more valuable for the work that I do well think about like that was an hour of your time versus however much time to repeat the whole thing right again next year and not have anything change grow differentiate yourself enjoy it more Mm -hmm. like there are so many benefits to taking that hour and looking back over what you accomplished and what worked and what didn't versus all of the time you might take the following year and you can translate that to your everyday life Mm -hmm. where if you just keep 
trudging ahead in the way that you've always been doing things because you're like, I'm in my routine. Mm -hmm. I've got to keep going. And we say that routines are great, but sometimes you have to break them in order to progress and grow. And so we're going to talk through how to get to that a little bit shortly. So how do we actually start to track accomplishments from last year? So one of the things that I really appreciated that I heard about recently that our friend Nicole, who runs Hike Yoga, did on her, and this was on her birthday, and she's a December baby, so she's like at the end of the year kind of a thing. But I appreciated that she does this on her birthday, but she was sharing on her Instagram page like month by month, and she shared exciting and happy experiences with her followers. And I thought that was like a really interesting way to do something of like using photos and using and for her it was all of these really exciting special moments but I think there's definitely something to that when we go month by month um so if we're looking at the whole year and we and we literally look at again I live and you live by the calendar Mm -hmm. but it's not looking at it and saying like major life event happens here look and when you look at the calendar but looking at like what you're like for me I think about my visits for work I think about like friend time and if for whatever reason three months goes by and there was nothing on my calendar hanging out with people that I love I'm like "Mm, that's not good so really looking at your structure month by month if you're a calendar person that feels like a great way to actually track when you're backtracking Mm -hmm. and you look at it on a month-by-month basis. Yeah. I like to look back at on my photos because I take a lot of pics. Mm -hmm. And so I think just to be able to reflect back on experiences, and I used to do this as a kid, and I don't know if this is just like my new version of this because I don't have actual physical photos anymore. Yeah. (laughs) But my mom took lots of photos and had boxes of them printed, and I would love to go back and look at old photos from like years ago Mm. when I was a kid. And it helped. Maybe there were things that from when we were a lot younger that I didn't necessarily remember, but it's like part of – Like, you hear stories and you're remembering back on these, like, fun times Mm -hmm. and saying, like, life is actually pretty great. And I'm super grateful for all the things that I got to experience this year, years past, et cetera. Here are all the relationships that I have that are meaningful to me. Um, But I think to be able to look back on those memories and have documentation of it is, like, another, like, in-your-face reminder of life's pretty good Mm -hmm. or, like, we had a tough time this year and we made it through and now we can look forward to a brighter future and having that perspective I think being able to soak in those memories is important that's a great point too to say like why don't and we just talked about this but why don't we remember like those really fun moments or why don't we have more of those like you know, as you go through your photos and they get more scarce and you're like, oh, I don't see as many photos with like the people I love or with my family or like out and doing stuff that I really enjoy. Is it for fear of doing those things or is it because I don't make time for them anymore? And that almost forces that reflection, even Mm -hmm. if you're really not like sitting down with the intention of having it. it, it helps you almost like sneak into it and then to like recognize what's happening and give it the space that it obviously wants because I think there's a reason that you're going back through photos. It's not just because you're like, hey, like, let me just, I got some time. So <laughs> let me just do this right now. There was a reason for it. And I think listening to that intuition is helpful in this reflection process. Yeah. And I remember uh, one specific month 
over the summer, June was really busy for me. And I remember being in the moment and kind of feeling overwhelmed and like, how am I going to get everything done kind of a vibe. And looking back on the photos, it was like, wow, I got to do so many cool things in June. And does it like that flip perspective is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So that's why you do that, folks. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that tactic. And I mean, another thing that I do is like I prepare action grids for like my one-on-one meetings with my boss. And so I feel like in my mind, the the place that I took this was like how to structure and mm-hmm. how to track in a structured way. But even like what you're talking about by just going through your photos is still a tracking system in and of itself. It just isn't like rooted in structure the way yeah. that these are. And I think you know how you work best, right? Like you know what's going to bring you joy during this reflection process because I think even when you're thinking about things that aren't always the happiest or were challenges that you faced over the last year like there should be some joy in in this process even if the things that you went through aren't always joyful Mm -hmm. um but I think for me, when it does come to work reflection, this is really useful, that one-on-one tracking system. I have a bi-weekly meeting. And so going back through that action grid to see like, okay, these were the tasks that I had. How did they go? I think for next year, what I'd really like to focus on is like lumping those action grids into like months and then quarters and having like the highlight reel of what was accomplished or what was worked on. Mm -hmm. So then it's got like the major things in there in addition to having the tracking system of the biweekly. And so that's something that I'd like to work on um, as I look at like tasks coming up, accomplishments, things I should have done and didn't, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think any kind of documentation of all of this is very important. Mm -hmm. So at least from a personal and a work standpoint, I think it's so awesome to be able to see the progress too especially if you're setting goals or whether it's through a spreadsheet or you know a shared google doc that you have with your manager yeah of being able to see like this is what we set for q4 Mm -hmm. or this is what we set for the year and now that we're here look at what we've accomplished and it felt like nothing on a one one task by task basis but lumping it all together as like seeing the, the whole year in perspective is super war- rewarding. Absolutely. And I think another thing is that the new year brings a clean slate, or at least that's how I see it. And I think that's um, another important part of this like reflection to understanding where your accomplish are, accomplishments are and how you can set goals for the future is like, this is a chance for you to say, like, how can I reset my priorities? Mm-hmm. How is my success measured as an employee? Huge question. And making an alignment between your priorities and your success metrics. Let go of anything that doesn't support that goal or have a return on investment for what you're working on. I think that it can feel pretty cutthroat to say no to a committee that matters to you or pass on a project, but if it gives you clarity and control down the road, that's the ultimate win for you. Yeah, I think knowing that all of this is important to your growth is really the standout thing here. And the thing that needs to be like constantly the reminder that I 
is kind of easy to forget sometimes because when you're stepping back and it's pretty easy to like kind of move on to the next thing and keep it rolling, just remember that the reason we do this is to get better. And that is really like the ultimate goal. So I think when you write yourself a note or just figuring out what is going to work best for you is, is going to be the best way to do this. I mean, I think some of us are journal people. Some of us are phone people. Like there's no... There's no reason not to write down a thing as it happens or like to have your little mini journal with you like when something huge happens to you or like if you don't feel comfortable sharing in that moment when you feel like you've accomplished a thing, to acknowledge it in some way is still just so important to Mm -hmm. all of this process because if we just bury every time we feel like we've accomplished something or when something bad happens and we just bury that, giving it some life somewhere within you either like by writing it down or putting it in your phone like somewhere you can go back to it is a really important part of this process I think yeah and I know that when I did it last year it was very much like a bullet journal Mm -hmm. of personal and professional challenges and frustrations and then reflections on those things that I dealt with and how I wanted to see growth Mm -hmm. in the year and then the like I accomplished this this and this came a little bit later but I think it was nice to kind of frame it of like this is a challenge for me and I know that if I do x y and z thing I'll be able to overcome this down the road and having documentation of it too because I think this will be my third year of actually like having the structure that I have around this and so it'll be really cool to look back and Again, we've talked about this in other episodes where, like, just the act of writing it down makes you feel accountable for Mm -hmm. something a little bit more, which we'll get into as we transition into the goal setting part. (laughs) Um, But I think at least having something, whether it's bullets or giving it a little bit more structure broken down by category, if you want to keep things from a personal and professional standpoint separate, and then breaking it down to, like, relationships that you want to improve or things that are working and then habits to start working toward and things that you can grow from there. Absolutely. And I think it's like, I think about what we've done this last year, you know, like with the podcast and I think about school and I think about work and there are some pretty like standout moments, both good and bad for all of those like major things. And I think sometimes people get stuck in the mind trap That is like nothing major happened. I didn't get a new job. I didn't start a new project. Nothing like huge. I didn't start dating anybody. I didn't break up with anybody. But like just because that none of those like giant, seemingly giant things happened within your life, like there were things that happened this year that made you pivot or change or question where you're at. I imagine like I it's very hard for me to believe that like nothing happened this last year for some people. And that's why that tracking system is so important is because like those things will fall right off the radar if they're if they don't live somewhere and like major things are great and they should always continue to be things that you strive for if that's a thing that you want in your life but there are small but mighty things that can happen in your life that can change things if you give it the the breathing room and give it the time to reflect on it and that's why i think that tracking system is so so major here yeah because if it's an accomplishment like learning how to say no huge or an accomplishment like having a baby also huge (laughs) both great things yes 
And you should celebrate both of those things because if that's what you're going through in your life, mm-hmm. that's what you're living. Absolutely. And so think about it. like if you wrote down the first time you remembered saying no to a thing that felt weird. And just like we talked about in the last episode, like felt weird, didn't love it, felt fear uncomfortable, felt guilty about it. And then, but if you wrote it down and then you look at it six months from now and you've been practicing that like, unknowingly. You're like, oh my God, I'm so good doing it. Right. So it's like, those things matter. Those things matter. If they feel small, it is not because they are small. It's because you're not giving them room to be major changes in your life. All right. Let's set some goals. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> so how do we use like reflection in our goal setting? So we've talked about goals before. I love this. This What is it? An acronym? <laughs> for goal setting and it's smart they're specific they're measurable they're attainable they're realistic and they're timely and I think this definitely applies to your goal setting tactics as you begin a new year the difference is that you've taken time to reflect on your past year so you might have a much clearer direction for your goals based on that work so you're not just like "Ooh, what are some brand new goals that I have that I can use the smart system for but thinking about like you just did all this work to track and reflect and really think about that. So what are you going to do? Like throw that all away and be like new goals. Yeah. <laughs> all new things. Like don't don't, you know, reinvent the wheel. Don't do double the work. Like use what you've already been working on, use what you're proud of from last year and use that in your goal setting. I think that this is also helpful when making a distinction between resolutions and goals. A thousand percent. In this case, pick a goal that actually matters to you. Um, And again, like in this case, you could be goal setting and I think you should be throughout the year. But in this case, like most people's like Q4 for work ends at December 31st and like we come back to work and everything's got a budget. Everything is new. Mm -hmm. So um, I think it's easy to be like, okay, I'm going to set a new perspective and I think I lump in my personal things in that same way Mm -hmm. um but I think thinking about your goals is like it's not just an easy box to check like I'm gonna start making smoothies every day if that's something that's important to you and you can do that power to you but not an easy box to check (laughs) not for everybody (laughs) but I think thinking about your goals too in a sense of like this may take a couple months to accomplish or maybe even a year or maybe this is something that you're like lifetime is going to be you're just continuously growing and achieving and trying to become a better person. What is it that will make you feel fulfilled? Mm-hmm. And are you bettering yourself or other people? And asking yourself what it is that you want to experience. Maybe there are roadblocks that you're, you're hit with at the moment. And how are you going to like maybe remove them or bypass them in some capacity? And so th- framing your goals with that in mind will give you a lot of guidance toward personal and professional growth versus Mm -hmm. like achievement trophy Mm -hmm. that kind of thing thinking about like i'm going i'm expanding my presence in the world absolutely and you think about like and this is going to sound dumb but it really is just what came to mind like you think about like what you said with just growth instead of achievement like when you think about something that's like blossoming or growing like actually growing from the ground it doesn't like start I mean some I guess do I mean the bulbs they do start over but some (laughs) (laughs) non-perennials 
some like you continue to grow up you don't start all the way over and like redo everything and try and find new all of it to get going on again you're just continuing to build off of what you've already built and continuing to look at what has already happened and build off of that a new branch will sprout in your tree it will can you tell i'm not as good at analogies as i want to be (laughs) or maybe you're just not good at gardening analogies i'm really bad at (laughs) gardening period gardening analogies would go along with that yes um I would say the same is true, like thinking about this in terms of like the tracking system and goal setting, like the same is true for something that didn't happen. Looking at something like you hoped would happen and didn't, see how you can pivot from the tactics that you use. And again, like use that smart technique and just come at it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all of this takes creativity and more time than you think that it might and like you said like having that long-term planning of like maybe it's going to be a few months maybe it's going to be a year maybe it's going to be a few years but like see that there are others that are looking at the same time frame as you and maybe see if you can like and you know we're big on the buddy system here i think Mm -hmm. but think about like who can be your accountability partner in this process and not like have daily check-ins, monthly check-ins, but someone you trust. Like we talk about having one person that you trust to say like, hey, this is a thing that I'm working toward. I don't need you to like police me on it. But if you're working on stuff too, I'd love to have it be like a mutually beneficial check-in system Mm -hmm. every once in a while just to see how we're doing. Because with those long-term goals, like the year plus... I think about even just school being multi-year <laughs> growth Multi-level, opportunity. Multi-level, Yeah, too. yes, exactly. But, like, having you, having my mom, like, having people there that are, like, how's it going? Like, how are you feeling about this thing right now? How much longer do you have to go? Are you feeling good about it? Like, those things are really helpful when you're looking at, like, the multi-year yeah. planning goal. Um, because you have to chunk it out or else it will feel very overwhelming. So finding your buddy in this whole system is very helpful, very important, and be that person for someone else. Yeah, and that's why the the recording of these things is important because now that it's documented and you have an evolving document that lives and breathes with you and what you're working on and something that you can fall back on, um, or look to when you're like, I feel like I did a thing. Let me look back and see where where I was. Absolutely. Have that be something that's kind of your rock through the process. Mm-hmm. And I also think in this, this goal-setting growth plan that you've set for yourself, it's important to acknowledge, too, that you might fall off the horse. You might stop working toward a goal, but that's not necessarily a failure. Yes. And that's an opportunity for you to readdress it or look at it and be like, this doesn't make sense the way that I framed it. And how can you like pivot the path or maybe think about a new process to achieving whatever it is that you set out for yourself. And I think acknowledging that it's important that the, the process and like the journey is actually the best part. A thousand percent. Not just a cliche statement. Not the truth. Not truth. Truth. Hashtag truth. Um, (laughs) So enjoy the process of you learning along the way. And mm-hmm. I think as long as you come back to your intention, that's where you give yourself the opportunity to see where you go next. Um, and I personally have shifted my thought process into thinking about goal setting like a cycle 
Ooh, I like it. So you said it. You forget it. I'm just kidding. JK <laughs> said ruined it. Sorry. <laughs> you said it. You work toward it. Mm. You learn. Then you accomplish it. Or you adjust and then reset a new goal. How awesome is that? Yeah. It feels much less aggressive. And so as long as you're continually working towards something, then you have an opportunity for growth. And I think that that is a more fulfilling and empowering approach to life. Absolutely. I totally agree. And I like that. I like that a lot. That visual, because you know I'm more visual than I am anything else. And that visual is is incredibly empowering. Yeah. And kind of like if you pivot, it like moves off into a new cycle. It's like a Venn diagram. Yeah. Or like straight up universes. Ooh. I like that one. (laughs) Space and time. (laughs) That's super helpful to think about it that way. It really is. So Sid and I did this for Queen Speaking, and we're going to do it for our own personal lives soon, too. That's actually, that's probably what I'm doing the day that this episode goes live. So I'm going to, I'm going to be right here with you guys, gals, all all (laughs) y'all, everyone. Yeah, me too. I think, you know, especially that idea of like, just because you fall off the horse, you're not a failure. Like that has to remain top of mind within Mm -hmm. all of all of this because all of all of this (laughs) because the moment that like seed of doubt all of these gardening analogies (laughs) is planted (laughs) it blossoms no it can get out of hand very quickly so Mm -hmm. again like your accountability buddy knowing that failure is or knowing that falling off or like having to pivot isn't isn't a failure. It is a form of growth in its own way. Hopefully it helps keep you on that cycle and learning how to like continue on on that path. So we can't wait to hear what you come up with. Happy end of 2018, guys. Cheers. Ladies. So folks. much excitement. <laughs> I can't believe it. We made it. We're here. We We're- should have popped a bottle of champagne or something. Ugh. We'll, we'll figure that out. Next time. <laughs> Next year we'll do that. That'll be fine. Happy New Year, queens. Happy New Year. Celebrate safely. Shall we break? Let's break. Feeling like a queen yet? Find us on Instagram and Twitter at queen underscore speaking and tell us all about it. Find episode links and show notes at queenspeaking.com. See you next week.